The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Yoma has been dedicated in memory of Mazal Bat Esther Baghdadi and Yosef Ben Mazal Baghdadi by their family. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by North Fork Bank and its private banking department with Gabriel Safti. Hashem Ishmedehu Bihayehu. We would like to thank North Fork Bank and urge our listeners to patronize this generous financial institution. On a uh, private note, we'd like to thank Mr. Gabriel Safti for his continued support for all our programs here at uh, Daf Yomi, Torah Learning Resources, and the Torah Center. Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Yosef Ben Mazal and Shalom Rafael Ben Mazal. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. Daf Pe Aleph. Today's Daf is being studied the Ilun Ishmat Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Eden Amen. We begin today's Daf on Pe Aleph and we are um, six lines down, right at the two dots. So we learned in our Mishnah, Ha'ochel Vashoteh En Mistarfim. Which means, when a person eats on Kippur, we said the shi'ur to be hayav is kakotevet agasa. The shi'ur for drinking, we said, is melo lugmav, is a cheekful. So now the Mishnah goes on to say that the shi'ur of achila is not mitzaref with shetiyah. Which means, if you have, let's say, close to a kakotevet of food, and you mitzaref some drink with it to bring it to a kotevet gasa. It's not mistarif. Each item, food and drink, are measured separately. So to that, the Gemara comes along and says, Man Tana, who is the author of our Mishnah? Amar Shinuya. So actually, it's a mahloket. We see a mahloket somewhere else, and based on that mahloket, we're going to conclude Rabbi Yoshua, that the author of our Mishnah is going to indeed be Rabbi Yoshua. Where is this mahloket? We learned in the Mishnah in Me'ila. Klal Amar Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Yoshua gave a rule. Kol shetum'ato v'shi'uro shaveh mistaref. Which means... Any type of item, shetumato, that means the time of tumah is equal. Certain things that if a person gets comes in contact with brings tumah to him. Certain things it's called tumat ayrif. You only tumah tamet till the evening, and then already the next day already you are taor. Certain types of tumah are seven days. For example, tumat met. So the Mishnah says kol shetumato shaveh. Any time you have different types of tum'ot, that their times of the uh, duration of the tum'ah are equal, the shi'uro shaveh, and the shi'ur of how much of that item is metameyu is equal. For example, uh, you have uh, two hatsi uh, zayits of two metim. We know a kezayit of a met is metameh. Alright? So now I have half a kezayit of one met, half a kezayit of another met, and now I'm a staref, the two items. So again, it's tumato shaveh, and it's also shi'uro shaveh, and I mix together. All let's say tumat nevelah. 
right? If uh, the Eben Nevela, uh, that's uh, it's able to be metameh. Uh, so let's say you have half a gazite of one Nevela and half a gazite of another Nevela, and you misdarefet together. So therefore, it does work like that. All let's say you have too much sheretz. Sheretz is metameh bechadasha, the size of a lentil. So again, you have half a lentil size of one sheretz and half a lentil size of another sheretz, and it's mistarif, and the shi'ur of tumah is the same, and the zman is the same. So clearly, the Yeshua says what? It is indeed mistarif. However, tumato velo shi'uro, if let's say the duration is equal, but not the size. For example, sheretz and a nevela. Both tumat sheretz and nevela is mitamet tumat eretz. Meaning, whoever comes in contact with a nevela or a sheretz, yitamet till the evening. And then the, the tumah goes away. However, the shi'ud is not the same. A nevela is a shi'ud in the kezayit, and a sheretz is a shi'ud is a kadasha. So again, that would be tumato velo shi'uro. Or the opposite case, shi'uro velo tumato, which is let's say you have two types of tumot that the shi'ur of the tumah is equal. For example, met and a nevela, where both tumot are shi'ur of a kezayit velo tumato, because we know that tumat met is seven days, right? You have seven days of tumat met, where nevela is tumat eirev. Or a third case, lo tumato velo shi'uro. Or you have, let's say, where the duration is different and the shi'ud is different. For example, a met and a sheretz. Right? The met is the shi'ud of a kezayit and it's seven days. And a sheretz is tumat ayret v'chidadasha. And now you mix and match these items together to come to a shi'ud and mitztarfim. Which means it's not going to be mitztaref to get even to the smaller shi'ud. Which means, let's say, to get to the adasha. No, different items uh, of tum'ah of duration. Different items of shi'ur are not mistaref. So it comes out according to the Yoshua. According to the Yoshua, the only items that are mistaref, you need to have two positives. You need to have tum'ah to shaveh, the shi'uro shaveh. Oh, so now we understand who the author of our Mishnah is. By Yom Kippur, the shi'ur of Akhila is kakotevet. The shi'ur of shetiyah is what? Melolugmav. And therefore, according to the Yoshua, once you have two different shi'urim, just like by tum'ah, they're not mistaref, so too by Yom Kippur, these items are not going to be mistaref. So then we found the author. Our author is indeed the Yoshua. Comes the Gemara and says, no. I can even say that the author is Rabbanan, which means implicitly in that Mishnah, if Rabbi Yoshua is giving the klal, must be the banan argue on Rabbi Yoshua's rule. And therefore, we're assuming that what? Our Mishnah is not going like the banan, because the rabbis hold even different items could be Mr. Ifta. That of Nahman comes along just now. Rabbi Nahman amana filu tema rabbanan. Ad kan lo ka amri rabbanan hatam ela le'anyan tum'ah deshem tum'ah hadhi. Which means, by Tum'ah, you're right, even though there might be different durations, even though there might be different shi'urim, but there's a common denominator between all these items, sheretz, uh, nevela, met, they're all Tum'ah. 
They all have the common denominator, they're called Tum'ah. So that commonality is able to mistarif them. However, Avan Hachab, Kippur, it's a different uh, judgment. What is it? Mishum Kippur, what's the barometer that we judge? Is the food stuff or is the drink going to give the person ease of mind? That's the anyan. And therefore, over here, when you mistaref, a kotevet, a food, and you fill the shi'ud up with melolugmab or less than melolugmab to mistaref to the shi'ud of a kotevet, that is not going to give you shuvadat. The only tubadat is going to happen when you eat full measure of food or you eat a full measure of drink. So therefore, it's not what you got to work with the sevarot over here. But the whole inyana kippur is what? What is going to give you yeshuva da'at? Mistaref is not going to give it to you. And therefore, even the rabbis can be the author of our Mishnah. Comes the Gemara and says, Vechen Amar Shlakish. Shlakish said as well, Bimahloket Shinuya. That indeed, this subject of our Mishnah, do we say Tziruf or not, by Achilan Shtiyah, is subject to Machlok of Rabbi Yoshua. And it's following the Shittah of Rabbi Yoshua, Ditnan, Klal Amar Rabbi Yoshua, etc. Rabbi Yohanan Amar Afidu Tema Rabbanan, can even say it's called like Rabbanan, Ad Kano Kamil Rabbanan Atamelanyan Tumah. They only argued by Tumah, because Tumah is considered Shemeh, considered one item. But here by Kippur, it goes on Yeshua Dad. It's not Meyashev Dato. Let's go read Rashi now. We're going to start Rashi on the fifth line. Bimahloket Hashinuya Bimakom Aher Shinuya Bimishnatinu. The same Mahlok that we have in Amishnah is a similar Mahlok that we find in a different place. Velodra Kodya, and Amishnah is not going according to all opinions, Ela Rabbi Yoshuai. Shitum Atan Vishuran Shaveh. That means Tumatan, the duration of the Tumah is equal, and the Shi'ur of the Tumah, the measurement is Tamik. Kegon, Shnei Hatzaezetim, Mishnei Metim. We said two Hefkezayets of two Metim. Oh, Mishete Nevelot. Oh, Shete Hatzae Adasha. Right, two half lentil size, Mishnei Shiratim. Shizman Tumatan Shaveh. Right? Both, the Met is seven, and the Shiratz and the Nevelah would be Tumatayarev. Mishiuran Shaveh, the Tamim Mishiur Echad. Next Rashi, Tum'ato velo shi'uro, that's where the duration is equal but not the size, Kegon sheretz v'nebila, shishnehem tum'at ayre, both of them are tamet till the evening, about in shi'uran shaveh, letamet, shizeh b'chezayit, vizeh b'chadasha, shi'uro velo tum'ato, that's the case where the size is the same but not the duration of the tum'at, Kegon met v'nebila, shishnehem b'chezayit, however, vizeh tum'at shiva, vizeh tum'at ayre, and now we begin the next Mishnah. Comes the Mishnah and says, Achal veshata be'elem echad, enu hayav ela chatat echad. So let's review the laws of uh, being hayav e korban chatat. Of course, according to the Torah law, if a person transgresses an isur, Beshogeg, right? A lot So therefore, and a lot that's hayav. If he would do it bemezid, it's hayav karet. So therefore, he has to bring a korban hatat to atone. The classic cases would be hilul shabbat. If a person either, let's say, didn't know it was shabbat, 
and he transgressed the Menaka, or he knew it was Shabbat, but he didn't know that this particular Menaka is Asur. So the deen is when he finds out, so he has to be a Qurban Khatat. However, the law says that how many Qurban Khatat does he have to bring? So, so long as it's all the melachot were done in one lapse of not knowing, for example, he forgot that it was Shabbat, and he went through all the 39 melachot. When he finds out that it was Shabbat now, so now he only has to bring one. Because bottom line, you bring one per lapse, one per not knowing. Also, now we apply this law to Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, let's say either he didn't know it was Kippur, or he knew it was Kippur, but he didn't know, he forgot that eating and drinking is Asud. So therefore, in that one lapse, he ate and he drank. Now all of a sudden he finds out, oh, today's Kippur. So the Mishnah says, since it happened, what we call in one ha'ilim, in one act of forgetting, Enu hayab ila hatat ahat. Oh, what do you mean? But he ate and drank. So we learned already that eating and drinking are considered... One, which means it's considered the same isud, and therefore he only would bring one. However, achal melacha. However, if he let's say did two different items, he ate. That's one separate isud. melacha, and he also did work. Work is asud on kippur. For example, he made a fire on kippur. Hayab shete hataot. That is hayab tu hatot. Because the law is your hayab per hatat in one he'alim. So therefore, for example, the Shabbat case, if you did 39, you're going to bring one per. Right? If you forgot that it was uh, uh, Shabbat, so you're going to bring one per. In this case over here, you're going to have to bring per isur. Achilaz one isur. Melacha has one isur. And therefore he has to bring two hataot. Comes again, Baran says, Mishnah, the next case. Achal ochlin she'enam re'uyim la'achila. He ate different type of foods that are not ra'uy for eating. Uh, he ate, let's say, grass or something like that. That's not considered a non-food. Veshatam mashkin she'enam re'uyim l'shtiyah. He drank a certain type of drink. That's a tough type of bitter drink. And therefore it's really not considered a shtiyah. So the deen is... Right, I got the bah. It's patur. Shatat sir. If let's say he drank, that sir would be like a brine. Okay, that would be like a um, uh, the brine that comes out of the fish when they salt it. It's like a juice that comes out of it. Akal sir or murias. Murias would be the fats of the fish. Patur also patur. The hadith over here is even though these items are considered food. Not alone, but meaning the brine, if you mix it with something else, it's a condiment like it's, it's, it's edible. The muryas might not be eaten alone, but bottom if you mix it with something else, it's inedible. So the Hadush is if you eat these uh, uh, edibles alone in not the normal way, so therefore you're going to be patur. So let's just review the laws that we get from our Mishnah. The first law is the law of He'alim, that if a person commits one Isur, Be'alim Echat, he brings one Chatat. If he commits two Isurim, Be'alim Echat, he brings two Chataot. And then we discuss a person eating non-foods, meaning non-foods Bechlal. And then we talk about a case where he eats types of foods that are only edible with other things. If he eats them alone, he's also going to be Patur. Rashi, Enu Chayab Ela Chatat Echat, Dehad Shema. 
which means it's considered one name. In Achila and Shtiya, we got from one Pasuk. So you're not considered doing two different items. However, Achal that's already you have two Pasukim. We have one Pasuk that teaches you can't eat, one Pasuk that teaches you can't do. Melagas, then we're going to be Achayav for both items. Comes the Gemara and says, Amar Rishtakish. Regarding the law of Inui, meaning afflicting oneself, which we understand to mean that one is not allowed to eat on Kippur, there is no warning. What does it mean there's no warning? There's no Pasuk that tells you, Lo Tase Zeh. Meaning there's no Pasuk that says, Lo Tochenu. Right? doesn't say don't eat. Right? It just says, Ve'initem. Right? You have to uh, afflict yourself. Now, what's the benefit of having an azhara, a lot Which means, how do you know that if a person eats on Kippur, he transgresses a lot nafkamina that will be subject to lashes, for example. She's in order to get hayuv uh, malkut, you have to have a pasuk that clearly tells you it is a lot Now, the Gemara and the Amud Rishon towards the bottom is going to give us a source. But it's not going to be an explicit source. It's going to be from a Gezerah Shavah, that you have an Azara. It's going to be from a whole uh, Derash. What the question of the Gemara here is, according to the Shlach, how come it's not explicit? How come it's not a Beferush Pasukah that says, don't eat on Yom Kippur? A Beferush Azara. So, Amr Shlach, Shlach says, Beperimalu Neemra Azara Be'inui. So the Gemara says, Meshum Delo Efshar. Because it's not possible. Why is it not possible? What do you want the Torah to write? Rahmana lo yochal? Should the Torah just say don't eat? Well, that's very misleading. Because akhila bekezayit. Because we have a rule. Anytime it says the word akhila, a shiur is a kezayit. And we know kippur, the shiur is a kakotevet. That's not good. Nikhtov rahmana lo te'une. Let the pasuk write, don't afflict. Well, that's very misleading. Kum achol mashma. That's mashma. Don't afflict yourself. But what? Get up and eat. But that's obviously not. The, that's the wrong implication. But kif la ravoshaya. So ravoshaya is a question. He's have an option. Nichtov rachmana hishamer pen lo teune. Now we know whenever the Torah uses the word hishamer, hishamer implies a negative commandment. Like a lot We're warning you, don't. Pen also is a word that's used to warn you, don't. Also, very good. The Pasuk just say, Hishamir, we're warning you, pen lest lote which means, we're warning you, don't, do not put yourself in a position where you're not going to be meone afflicted. And you got the lote over here. Only problem is, imken nefishi lehu laveh. Now you have too many loves. Which means, we're only looking for one love over here. Hishamir will be considered one. Pen will be considered another one. So therefore, how many, we're only looking for one love. So therefore, that's not an option. So Kamas is fine, cut it down. But kif Let the pastor just say, Hishamir b'mitzvat inui. We're warning you regarding the mitzvah of affliction. Oh, you just told me, Hishamir is a lotaseh. So bingo, you have your lotaseh, Hishamir b'mitzvat inui. Kibara says now, Inken, Hishamir de lav, lav. Hishamir de'aseh, aseh. 
Gemara gives a klal over on the word Hishamir. Hishamir is not always a lot Aseh. Sometimes the word Hishamir can be an Aseh, a positive commandment. What does it depend on? Context. For example, we have a law by Tzara'at. The Torah says, Hishamir benega Tzara'at. We're warning you regarding the nega Tzara'at. What is that Pasu teaching me? You're not allowed to cut the nega Tzara'at. The person has a Tzara'at on his body, he wants to cut it off. Hishamir, so I warned you, you're not allowed, that's a law Ta'aseh. Because in the laws of Tzara'at, we don't find any positive commandments. So therefore the context we could learn Hishamir over there is a negative. All the context of the Pesukim is what? V'anitem, 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 afflict, afflict. So if the Torah would say, Hishamir b'mitzvat inui, it's again reinforcing the mitzvat aseh. That which we told you, Ta'amir, Hishamir, we're warning you, keep that mitzvah. That's a positive commandment. So therefore that option also is not viable. Because sometimes Hishamir can mean a mitzvah aseh. So we're stuck. How should the Torah write? In Azara for not eating, Matkif la Ravashin, Ikhtov, Al Tasur Mina Inui. He asks the question, he says, Yeah, right, leave the word Ishamir. Ishamir is, uh, is misleading. But Al Tasur, do not sway from the Inui. Well, that's a lot of Perfect way of writing it. And that the Gemara says, Kasha. The Gemara says, Good question. Which means, really? That the Torah could have written this way, and the Gemara leaves it in an unanswerable. Look at Rashi. Achila bekezayit. Mashma. Whenever it says the word Achila, it's Mashma kezayit. But Torah lochiba alav ela biyeshuvadat. We know the shiur is only yeshuvadat, which is a kakotevet gasa. Hishamir pen lo teune. So the way with that interpretation would be Hishamir pen tavol lide lo teune. We're warning you, lest you come. To a situation where you are not afflicted. Like, don't come to a case where you're not going to be afflicted. The Gemara says, You have too many laughs. Hishamir, Upin. Shishneem, not ta'asehin. Ve'anan, not ve'hadam, ninan. Which means we're only looking for one love. Shema, Lord, at bo, lavin. Because we're not looking to be marbeh in lavin. Hishamir, de love. When you have a Hishamir in a Lotase connotation, Kegon, Hishamir benega sarat, Shelo yakutz partot, you shouldn't cut the sarat, Hishamir de'ase, Hishamir shetitane. Right? We're warning you in a positive affair. So therefore, that was not an option as well. Comes the Gemara. So according to the first Gemara, uh, which is a Shtakish, we really don't have a uh, clear source. Besides the last question that they asked on him for an azhara. Now the Gemara says, We have a Tana that actually learns a source for the azhara of Achilan Kippur from the following Derash. Rashi says, That's what we're looking for, right? The warning pasuk for Inui. Now again, it should be pointed out. The punishment pasuk we have. Right, the Pasuk says, But that's, that's, you need an Azara. Which you, so we're discussing now, how do you know a Pasuk for the Azara? So the Gebara says, Right, 
וכל מלאכה לא תעשו. So the פסוק says, the full פסוק says, ובעשור לחודש השביעי הזה מקנה קודש יהיה לכם, ועניתם את נפשותיכם, כל מלאכה לא תעשו. The Torah juxtaposes עינוי, which is fasting, and איסור of מלאכה. Good? ומון פסוק. So the Gemara says. יעקב, יהיה אנוש. The bet of the God Abar adds the word karet. Yachol ye'anosh karet al tosefet melaka. I know that what? You get karet if you work on Kippur. Do you get karet if you work before Kippur starts? She says a concept of tosefet. You have to add to the Kippur. Which means if the Kippur, let's say, starts at sunset, so you have to start it, take it a little early. That's called tosefet. Oh, how do I know? Or is it punishable by karet if a guy did melacha during the tosefet times? Tamud lomar lechol nefesh asher taaseh kol melacha beetzem ayom azeh. Only somebody that does melacha beetzem in the day itself al etzumos shel yom anosh karet beheno anosh karet at tosefet melacha. Good. So the word beetzem teaches me only on the day proper. Now, that doesn't mean it's not Asur, but the point is it's not punishable by Karet. Yachol, lo ye'anosh karet al tosefet melacha. Tell me you're not going to be punished. Abal ye'anosh karet al tosefet inui. Let's go to inui now. The fast starts when it starts. Let's say sunset. But there's an inyan also of tosefet. Except the fast, let's say, a little earlier. Oh, so I'm going to say, maybe on Isur Menacha you don't get me on a karet on the Tosefet. Mm-hmm. How do I know you don't get a karet on the Tosefet Ainui? Mm-hmm. So the Gabim, if I eat at that time before sunset, says Tamud Omar, Ichod Anefesh Yashon Lete'one Be'etzim Hayom Azev Nechreta. Only somebody that's not afflicted on the Etzim day itself gets karet. Al Etzumo Shel Yom Anosh Karet. Okay, so that's the first stage of the uh, of the Braita. Now we go further. Yachol lo ye bichlal onish, aval ye muzar al tosefet melacha. Maybe you want to tell me what? There's no karet on tosefet, but maybe there's a love. And it can be a love without a karet. Is there a love? Is there an isur? Again, the Gemara quotes the Aetzim, which is the actual day itself. So, according to this Braita, there's no Yisur of Tosefet. Not in the Karet, and not in the Lot Ta'aseh. Meaning it's Mutar. Oh, Yachol, no ye Muzar al Tosefet Melacha, aval ye Muzar al Tosefet Ainui. I see. Tell me, there's no tosefet melacha, because it says beretzim. Oh, maybe you'll tell me you're not commanded also on tosefet inui. Maybe there's no love for that. So the Gemara says vidinu. Vidinu meaning we can make a kalbachomer, and I can say it like this: uma melacha. שנוהגת בשבתות וימים טובים. מלאכה, איסור מלאכה, we find not only by Kippur, 
מלאכה זה איסור בשבתות, זה איסור בימים טובים as well, so it's a broad based הלכה, איסור מלאכה, and still what? אין מוזר עליה, you still don't have an אזהרה בתוספת, עינוי שאין לו נוהג בשבתות וימים טובים, עינוי which is not broad based, עינוי is only איסור, it's a limited איסור only to כיפור, אין לו דין שלא יהיה מוזר עליו So the most so you're not going to be Muzar, meaning if I'm not Muzar on Tosefet Melachah, which is broad-based, you find Melachah is sued by Shabbat and Yom Tov, so Kol Sheker, I'm not going to be Muzar on Tosefet Inui, which is not broad-based, which is only sued by Kippur. So basically, until this point, what the bright that did for us was, it showed us, that first of all, the Isur of Achila is Davka Be'etzumo Shel Yom. It showed us what the Isur Melacha of the Karet also is only Be'etzumo Shalyom. It also showed us that what? There's no Deen of Tosefet Melacha. Not only not in the Karet, but not even in the Lav. And therefore by Inui also, there's not going to be an Isur on the Tosefet Inui as well. That's what it says. Everything's fine. But you're missing one element. The only thing you're missing over here is a warning, a lot for the day itself. Because all our Pesukim over there talk about eating, talk in the positive, etc. By Melacha it says, So I got a lot a warning on Melacha. But I don't have a warning against eating on the day itself. There's nowhere so far in the Pesukim that say, obviously, Lo Tochal, Al Tebatel Mitzvat Inui. Where's the Isur Azhara for Itzumot Shalyom? That's the unknown over here. And this is exactly why we're bringing this Brighta, because this is going to show us where it is. Minayin. So the Gemara says like this Lo Yomar Onesh Bimlacha. The Torah does tell us that if a person works on Kippur, get it. The Gemara says, you know what? You don't have to tell me that. You don't have to tell me you get punished for working on Kippur, get it. Why not? The Gemara me Inui. I'll learn it from Inui. From the Yisud of eating. How will I learn it? I'll say it like this. Uma Inui. Inui, which is let's say more lenient, because it's not broad based, it doesn't apply to Shabbat and Yom Tov. And still what? Which applies to Shabbat and Yom Tov, certainly you're going to get karet. So therefore you don't have to write Isur karet by Melacha. Melacha could be learned from Inui. So why did it say it? You know why it said it? Mufneh. It's extra. Meaning it's opened that pasuk that talks about the Isur Karet of Melacha is non-necessary. It's Mufneh. It's open for Derash. And what's the Derash I'm going to make? Lakish veladun memenu Shabbat. In order to make a Gezerah Shabbat between Melacha and Inui. And I'll say what? Neemar Onesh Be'inui. Now it says the punishment by Inui. What's the punishment by Inui? Karet. V'neemar onesh b'melacha. And it says onesh by melacha. What's the punishment? Karet. Ma melacha lo anash ela ken is here. Just by melacha, the punishment is only a punishment because there was an azara. Kol melacha lo tasu. Af Inui lo anash ela ken is here. So to by Inui, there's a punishment 
also must be this Azhara. Where's the Azhara? It's not written anywhere. But since we're comparing it to Melacha, Melacha's got Azhara, we'll borrow that Azhara also for Inui. So according to this point, we found a source for Azhara for Inui on Yom Kippurim. Where is it from? From the extra language by Melacha. I repeat, by Melacha it says, Don't do work, karet. Kibra says, we have to tell me that for. It's obvious you're going to get karet. Why is it obvious you're going to get karet? Because if I know by Inui you get karet, the Pasuk says, whoever doesn't afflict them doesn't get karet. Inui which is not broad based halakha, Inui only applies to Kippur. And you get karet. Sur Malakat, that applies to Kippur, Shabbatot, Yamim Tovim. Certainly you should get karet. So why do you have to even speak out that you get karet by Yom Kippur? By Yom Kippur. Ela, you have to say it's extra. It's extra for Melacha. Ela, it's extra. Extra for what? To make a Gezerah Shabbat. What's the Gezerah Shabbat? I'll make a Gezerah Shabbat and say it like this. Just like Melacha. We know there's an Isur Karet. Inui also has an Isur Karet. Also, the similarity. And just like Melacha, the Isur Karet has in it a Azhara. Mm-hmm. So too, I'll say that the Onesh by Inui also is considered as if it has an Azhara. So therefore, the source from the bright at this point is the Hekesh. That Gemara says, no, no. It's not a valid comparison. You can refute this comparison. How? Inui, there are no exceptions. There are exceptions. What are we talking about? On Kippur, is anybody exempt from fasting? We're talking about healthy people, regular people that are in full health. There's no exemptions. Meaning, the Kohen Gadol also has to fast on Kippur. Meaning, even the Korbanot of Kippur, you don't eat them. So you see, Inui is very mahmir. We do wave Melacha on Kippur. For who? For the Kohanim. In the Bet Don't they slaughter on Kippur? Don't they do Melacha? So you see, Inui is more hamur. So therefore, you try to tell me, oh, if you have, Inui gets karet, and yeah. Melachai gets karet, and therefore I want to compare. You can't compare. Inui is more mahmir. And therefore you can't compare the, uh, the two laws. So therefore, there's no uh, source for your azara. Your azara you wanted to make from the comparison, Inui to Melachai. No, don't compare these two items. Inui is more hamur. And Gabriel says, fine, I'll go the other way. Ela, go like this. Of course, whenever it says Ela, we're rejecting the uh, above uh, theory, and we're uh, introducing a new theory. Lo yomar onish be'inui. Go the other way. Don't say kared by inui. The gemar melacha. And I'll know it automatically from the isud melacha. How? Ma melacha shehutra mechlala. Melacha, which is lenient. Which means people are allowed to do Melakan Kippur and still what? Anosh Karet. Still you get a Karet. Right? I knew that there are no exceptions. Local chicken. So why did it say Karet by? I You know why? It's extra. It's open. To do what? 
להקיש ולדון ממנה גזירה שווה. In order to make a gezerah shabbat. And what's the gezerah shabbat? Started from inui now. Ne'emar onesh b'inui. It says by inui, karet. That's extra. The ne'emar onesh b'melacha. It says onesh by melacha. Ma melacha? Anash v'hizhir? Af inui, anash v'hizhir. So too, by melacha, it has an onesh. What's it asana? So too inui. To that the Gemara says, what do you mean? Same question. I can refute the other way now. And I'll say, What's the Chumrah of Melacha? It's broad based. It applies by Shabbat, it applies to Yom Tov. But Inui does not apply. So therefore you cannot learn Inui from Melacha. Because bottom line, they're not comparable. So then what the Gemara tried to do over here, the, the Gemara was, in theory was trying to link Inui to Melacha. Because Melacha is our key. Because by Melacha we have an Onish and an Azhara. So somehow if we can link Inui to Melacha, then we're in. Then we got Azhara. So we try to go both ways. We try to start off with, don't say Melacha. Don't say Karet by Melacha. Or don't say Karet by Inui. And then I could learn it, one from the other. The Gemara says, they're not comparable. Either way. Because Inuya as a Humrah, the Inuya of Humrah is, that, the Humrah of Inuya is what? There's no exceptions. Melacha as a Humrah, that what? It's broad-based. And therefore, your analogy, the two are not comparable. To so start making Gezerot Shavuot between the two items. So we're stuck again. What's the source of the warning by Inui on Yom Kippur. I mean, it seems like such a basic question where you think there's 10 Pesukim in the Torah for this question. There's not. The Gemara is struggling over here to find even one Mekor that tells me you can't eat on Kippur. And that Gemara says, Gemara is going to offer now a few different answers. Ravina, Amar Ravina. Haitana, Etzem, Etzem, Gamar. Bottom line, it's a Gezerah Shabbat. By the Isur Melacha, it says, Eitzim. Right? Be'etzim ayom hazeh is Melacha Zasur. By Inuy, it says, Be'etzim ayom hazeh. Oh, I got a link now. Eitzim, Eitzim. Now hold it. Gemara says, Mufneh. You have to say that at least one of these words are extra. Which means, yes. Which means not necessarily the Eitzim, but the Pasuk that the word etzim is in, is extra. Now let me explain to you this. We have a rule by Gezerah Shabbaz. Like you just saw what we did, we made Gezerah Shavot, but there was refutations. And as a result of the refutation, we threw out the Gezerah. Yeah, we threw out the, uh, the, the learning. Now the Gemara is going to say like this. We have a pasuk by Belacha, it says the word etzim. We have a pasuk by Inui, it says the word etzim. Good? We're going to say that the pasuk, let's say by melacha, because that's really what we're going to say. The pasuk by melacha is an extra pasuk. <coughs> the Gemara is going to prove to us that the Isud melacha in Kippur is written five times. And the Gemara is going to say, four of them we can account. Right. What it's teaching us. Isud is, Isud that. But the fifth one is extra. Ella, that extra Isud melacha pasuk must be earmarked what? For the Dirashah. They come and tell me, just like Melacha, that says the word Etzim by it, and there's an Azharah with an Onish, 
So to Inui that says the word Aitzabayit has an Azara, will share the Azara with the Onish. So really in 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 conclusion the Gizara Shabaz what does it? And since it's an extra basuk, yeah, it has to be extra because once we have extra, it's above refutation. Didn't we refute the above? We can say, what do you mean? that it's a Humrah. And ma'al is it, that's a Humrah. You're right, but once you have an extra pasuk, so what is it doing? It's not, it's not coming to tell you anything. Ela, it's used for this connection. It's above scrutiny. And that's what the Gemara says. The Gemara says, Mufneh. You have to say it is available. It is extra. Why? De'i lo Mufneh. Because if it's not going to be extra, and then you could reject it like we rejected it above. Since it's totally extra, this pasuk, it's above scrutiny. You are correct. That pasuk by Melacha is extra. Why? There are five pasukim in the Torah that talk about the Isul Melacha and Kippur. Now we have to account for each one. Had le'azhara dimama. One teaches me you can't work in the day, the day of Kippur. Had le'azhara de'liliyah. One teaches me an azhara against working at night. Had le'onesh dimama. One tells me there's isur karet in the day. Had le'onesh de'liliyah. And one teaches me there's isur karet as well if you work by night. And the fifth one is extra. And therefore, what is it for? To come and learn the law of Which means, over here, it's a little different than the normal Deraz. Because normally, we would make a point to stress the word etzim. Etzim, etzim is the Gezra Shabbat. Mm-hmm. We're not saying over here necessarily the word etzim is extra. We're just saying that one of the pesukim by melacha is extra. Mm-hmm. Now once you got an extra pesuk and by melacha it says the word etzim. So that word etzim links me to inui that also says the word etzim. Now I got an open pesuk, what do I do with it? It must be coming to tell me there's a kesher. What's the kesher? Melacha is asur be'azhara lo taser, and there's an onish. So to inui. So again, it's not explicit. Quoted as shita gezera shava etzim etzim. Let's read Rashi. Rashi. Let's just read hamisha kirae ketivi b'melacha. Arba'a lavin. Right, four times it says lo taser. Vikaret ehad. And one time it says if you do work on Kippur, you're going to get karet. And we said one is karet for the day, and one is karet for the night. Which means already I use two pesukim for warnings. Warning: don't work in the day. Warning: don't work at night. I got a pasuk for karet in the day. I got another pasuk. Warnings: I'm done already. So the only thing I have to use it for is what? A karet. You change it. Now, wait. There's a famous principle that we've learned that in eno inyan, inyan Which means if I can't learn the pasuk for its context, the context of the pasuk is not asir. It doesn't say the word karet in that pasuk. 
but I don't need it more. How many lotas do I have? I have one for the night, I have one for the day. I even have an orish for the day. What am I missing in my dirashot there? An orish for the night. So that she just says, you know the Pasuk is not talking about orish. No. If, I, if I can't learn it for orish, tenal enyan, dabarachayr. It must be for uh, the uh, karet of the night. In any event, the Gemara now comes along and gives a, another answer. But the first answer, if somebody would ask you, what's the source? Etzim, etzim. Comes again what and says, three lines on the bottom, the bed bishma'el tana, ne'emar ka ne'inui. Says by Kippur, inui. Ve'initem. Ve'ne'emar le'alan inui. It says later on, Inui. That's by the case of adultery. That she on the next daf on the Amud Rishon says, Al-Devar Asher Inna Et Eshet Re'ehu. When a person commits adultery, it's considered an Inui. Now we're going to make a comparison. Yebarah says like this, We know by adultery, in Al-Hayav, unless there was an Azara. What's the Azara of adultery? Lotinaf. So therefore, by the Inui, must be there's an Azara. What's the Azara from the Hekesh? Inui, Inui. No, no, no. The Inui, you have to say that these Pesukim are extra in order to make these Dirashot. And therefore, yes, you have to say that they're extra to make these Dirashot. And therefore, it's Inui, Inui. Just like Lot and Af is the Azara for... The Inui of Ni'uf. So to I say that the Inui of Kippur also has a... Azhara, that's the second answer. So the first answer is Etsim, Etsim. Second answer, Inui, Inui. Third answer. Lavahabar Yaakov Amar. Yalif. Shabbat Shabbaton. Mishabbat Bereshit. Now by Kippur, it does say Shabbat Shabbaton. Right? Kippur is called Shabbat Shabbaton. In the, the Melachah Pasuk, it calls it Shabbat Shabbaton. And by the Inui also it says. By Inui it says Shabbat Shabbaton. Now, the other place in the Torah where it talks about Shabbat is Shabbat Bereshit. That's the regular Shabbat, the seventh day of the week. Okay? So the Gemara says, Ma'alahalan. Just like by Shabbat. We call it Shabbat Bereshit, because that's the Shabbat and Parashat Bereshit, the regular seventh day of the week. Lo anash elayim ken hizir. The Yisur Melachan Shabbat, that's punishable by karet, also has Yisurim, right? Also has a lot ta'aseh, lo ta'aseh kol melachah. Afkan lo anash elayim ken hizir. So too by the Shabbat, Shabbaton of Kippur, it's like the Shabbat Bereshit, it's as if it has an azara. So that's the third answer. Just like Shabbat Bereshit has an Azara, then the Lot Aseh, the kid to work on Shabbat, Lot Aseh Komenaka. So therefore, by Kippur also, that says Shabbat Shabbaton, this is the word Shabbat by Kippur, Shabbat Shabbat. By Inui, by Inui of Kippur, it says Shabbat Shabbaton. So then I make a link. Shabbat Shabbat, just like Shabbat has Azara and a punishment, so to Inui has Azara and a punishment. So now we have three dimensions, either Etzim, Etzim, Inui, Inui, or Shabbat Shabbat. Because it says in the Pasuk of Inui. It says by Vainitim and the Shotrim Shabbat Shabbaton. It says in the Pasuk of Inui Shabbat Shabbaton. So comes the Gemara and says, fourth answer. The Papa Amar, he gufa Shabbat ikri. Dichtiv, tishpetu, Shabbat echem. 
Just that Papa Kalmonian says, you don't have to go to link it to Shabbat Bereshit. Okay? Kippur itself is said in the Pasuk, Tishbetu Shabbatechem. I'll read you the full Pasuk. The Pasuk is Shabbat Shabbatonu Lachem. Ve'initem et nafshotechem petesha'a lachodesh. Ba'erev, me'erev, ba'erev, tishbetu shabbatechem. She's by Kippur, the Torah clearly calls it a Shabbat. So therefore, Shabbat. Just like, I really guess that's Shabbat. The Pasuk itself tells me this is a Shabbat. Meaning, just like by Shabbat, we know it's Azarot, we know this is Shabbat. Tishbetu shabbatechem. Look at Rashi. He gufa Shabbat ikri. Ubelav gezerah Shabbat. Without the gezerah Shabbat, name nafka mine ube. You could learn it from itself. The keban the ikri Shabbat the anyan inui. Right in the pasuk of inui, it's called Shabbat. Have it ikri Shabbat. The honest vazara. There is so therefore the only difference so far between the last two answers is. Do you need to bring Shabbat Bereshit into the Derash? Or could you just learn it from inside itself of Kippur? Right? The first rabbi said, no, you got to go to Shabbat. Kippur says, Shabbat Shabbaton. Oh, Shabbat Shabbaton. And we know, my Shabbat Bereshit is Azara. Link. Rabbi, what do you got to go to Shabbat Bereshit for? The Torah clearly says in the Kippur Pasuk itself. It is Shabbat. No so therefore, Shabbat. it is Shabbat, not Inui. We know there's no Inui by Shabbat. But we're saying in the Pasuk of Kippur, it refers to it as a Shabbat. And just by Shabbat, we know the laws are uh, prefaced by Nazara. So, therefore, the law of this Pasuk of Inui is also considered prefaced by Nazara. To that, the Gemara says, actually, let's read Rashi. Tishpetu Shabbatechim. She's bothered with a question over here. You jumped Rabbi Patri and that teaches me what? That it's called Shabbat. The beginning of that Pasuk said Shabbat Shabbaton. What was the matter with that? It's Shabbat Shabbaton. It's called Shabbat. Why did you jump to the end of the Pasuk? He says, No, no, no. It's Tarikh Lerebuye. You remember in the earlier period we learned how did the rabbis know to add more items? From the Torah we learned according to Shitat Rashi at least Isur Achilaz Mera Torah. Then you have all the other Enuyim, the Haitza, Sicha, Nerat Tzandal, Tashmish. How do you know these things are Asur? Where did the rabbis come along and know to add more items? So when they saw the Pasuk, Shabbat Shabbaton, that tipped them off. Why? Because in Masechet Shabbat, by Shabbat it also says Shabbat Shabbaton. And the rabbis learned over there, Shabbat Shabbaton comes and teaches the rabbis, what? Make laws. Shavut, make rabbinical laws. Besides the 39 milachot on Shabbat, it's telling you Shabbat. Shabbaton, make, make, make more laws. So just like by Masechet Shabbat, the rabbis knew to add new laws from Shabbat Shabbaton. So by Kippur, the word Shabbat Shabbaton comes and tips off the rabbis, make new restrictions. So that person was already used for a different item. So had, that person was not coming to call Kippur Shabbat. Shabbat Shabbaton is an instruction to the hachamin, make laws. Beautiful. So how do we know it's called Shabbat? Tishpetu Shabbat Another answer that she says, Iname, Shabbat Shabbatonhi, 
לאו יומה אקני שבת. דף פסוק הזה שבת שבתון היא, אסדה קומדון לדי אוף כיפור. בוא נזכור מגונדן. אל אחיק אמר, מנוחת מרגוע היא לכם. All it's telling you is, it's a day of מנוחה, it's a day of rest and מרגוע, we'll call it a sort of relaxation. It's not coming to tell you this day is called Shabbat. It's just telling you Shabbat, Shabbaton, Hu Lachem. Not that Kippur is a day of Shabbat, no, no. It's just telling you, it's telling you a fact. This day over here is a day of rest. Ve'echa named dikhtiv Shabbat Shabbaton Hu Lashon Zachar. Now, it says in the word Shabbat Shabbaton Hu. Now, who obviously is masculine. So that she just tells you that what? Af lashon minuha hu lashon zakhar. Minuha, which is rest. Don't be fooled. It's also lashon zakhar. So the person is Shabbat Shabbaton hu lachem. This is a day of minuha, which means a masculine usage of the word hu is teaching me what? Masculine minuha. Aval, yoma, lo ekni Shabbat. But the day itself? I don't know that it's called Shabbat. Lachinakat shpetu Shabbatechem yetera tu gufekli Shabbat. If from the end of the pasuk, shpetu Shabbatechem, that tells me this is Shabbat. So basically, this is she's very vital here. That she's finishing up Rapapa's derashim, because Rapapa comes along and tells me what, that what. How do I know it's called Shabbat? I don't gotta go to Shabbat Bereshit. This shpetu Shabbatechem, very good, but Rapapa. Uh, you didn't need to go to the end of the Pasuk. You could have just learned from the beginning of the Pasuk, Shabbat Shabbaton. And she gives us two reasons why he didn't learn from Shabbat Shabbaton. Either because it was used already for something else, or because that doesn't mean that it's Shabbat. It means what? Rest. And therefore he had to go to Shabbat. Tishmetu Shabbat Techem. Tarat Gemara says, Bishlama Rabbapa. Lo Amar Kerab Ahabar Yaakov. Rabbapa that learned Tishmetu Shabbat Techem. He didn't say Rabbapa that learned Tishmetu Shabbat Techem. He didn't say Rabbapa that learned Tishmetu Shabbat דקרא דכתיב בגופי עדיף. בכיפור, in the pasuk of Inui, it says, ואיניתם את נפשותיכם בתשעה לחודש, etc. תשפטו שבתיכם. So he says, I'd rather learn from the pasuk itself, that has Inui and Shabbat in it, together. Why do I have to go now? and bring a pasuk of Shabbat Bereshit and link, I'd rather learn it all from the one pasuk. I mean, I got Inui and Shabbat in the same pasuk. Isn't that better? Ela Ravahabar Yaakov, my tama lo amar kena papa. But Ravahabar Yaakov, what was your problem with Ravahabar Yaakov? How come you don't like the words Tishpetu Shabbat Techem? There's an advantage of learning that pasuk. I have Inui next to Shabbat, Telling me yeah. just like Shabbat is an azara, Inuit is an azara. Perfect. Well, what do you got to go to Shabbat Bereshit for? Mm-hmm. Problem. Because he uses those words already. Those words to Shabbat Shabbat Techem already. He's got a. He's got. He's got. He's got a derash on that. Nikdetan for the following hadush the brayta. Ve'initem et nafshotechem b'tishal haHodesh. Right. You must afflict yourself on the ninth. Yaakol yathil b'yitanei b'tishah I mean, it means when he starts fasting on the ninth Talmud nomar b'ayrev It says b'tishah da'ayrev Which is mashmah By night Okay, i b'ayrev Yaakol m'shit tishah 
Tzairah is mashma what? When it gets dark. Start fasting when it gets dark. What do you mean? Tamudu abu tushah. But it says the ninth. How do you reckon both words? Tushah ba'irif. Ha'ketzad. Mat'il u mit'anem mibbe'od yom. You actually have to start the fast. Mibbe'od yom. From the day. Mikan shemosifim mecholol ha'kodesh. From here we learn a very important Torah principle. Tenyan of Tosefet Chol. Ala Kodesh. At least for Kippur. So I only know going in. How do we know going out? You also have to add from Kodesh to the hall. Mean when it says you go from night to night, so the including the erev, which means past the erev, which means you have to add a little beyond the day of Kippur itself. So now I know you have to add going in and going out. Actually, Masorah Tashas, Shabbatot Minayin. How do you know there's a concept that you have to be Mosif Mecholal HaKodesh by Shabbat? Talmud Lomar, Tishbetu. The Pasuk by Kippur says, Tishbetu Shabbat. So the word Tishbetu teaches me this law also applies to Shabbat. Eli Ela Shabbatot. Yamim tovim minayin. How do we know there's a concept of Cholal HaKodesh by Yom Tov? So therefore you see clearly According to this Derash Rav Habar Yaakov Subscribes to this Braita Tishpetu Shabbatichem is used To teach me what? Mosif Chol Ala Kodesh Ben Beshabbat Ben Beyom Tov So he couldn't learn this Pasuk For the Azhara of Inui Therefore he had to learn from Shabbat of Bereshit Now the Braita concludes What do we learn from this Braita? What's the rule then? Anytime it says Shabbat, Tishpetu, those type of words, Masoret, Mosifin, Michol, Ala Kodesh. It means you have to add Michol, Ala Kodesh. Now the Mephashim explain what is this last uh, summary that the writer is giving us over here. So the last summary is coming to include another case as well Shemitah. Because by Shemitah it also says Shabbat. So from here we learn that in the Shemitah, the 70, you have to be Mosif. Going into the Shemitah and going out of the Shemitah as well. So it comes out, comes out, you have a din of Hosafam Kodesh. Now wait, if you remember earlier, we brought a Braita that asked the question How do I know that work is asud on the day itself and not before the Etzema Yomazeh? Oh, and how do I know there's not even an isu, not even a lav? Forget about karet. So there's an opinion out there that holds that there's no din of tosefet. Right? The brighter that we quote on the Hamud Nishon clearly said, teach me Oh, so obviously he doesn't subscribe to this din of tosefet. So what do you do with this pasuk over here then? You have to you have to do something with this uh, pasuk. So vetana de etzem etzem. Now wait. Let me explain to you. Let me explain to you better. Explain to you better. The Gemara over there said, "How do you know you don't get karet? Right? Etzem. How do you know what that there's no love? Meaning there's no the ferush Now from the fact that he's discussing." This subject, 
Hayyim is the only sukkaret, it's mashma that it exists. That there is an item of tosefet. It's just yes. that, how do you know there's no karet on it? How do you know there's no balkut on it? But for the fact that you're asking such a question, there's must be you knew that this item exists. Look at Rashi. V'tana de'etzim etzim. Mid'itztarikh lim'i'utne le'tosef tahol mi'onish u mi'azara. In fact, you gotta go out of your way to exclude it from onish and azara. ממילסמינדמוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוסיפימוס
So in order to have an inuy on Kippur, a real affliction, we want you to eat a lot the day before, so it hurts more on Kippur. And therefore, you're really fulfilling inuy. So the eating on Erev is part of the etzim inuy. So that's why the Pesachim, Yeah, that's part of the By eating today, it's that's an answer to inuy of tomorrow. Now, I should point out that there are opinions that say the exact opposite. There are opinions that say, you know, Atrabah. Since the Torah doesn't want to hurt anybody over here, you have to fast, but it's a long day. Adraba, eat up on Erev in order that you have uh, reserves so you won't to be debilitated on Kippur itself. Last but not least, I heard once a beautiful explanation to explain why we eat on Erev Kippur. Tafka, you have to eat on Erev Kippur. We know that Yom Kippur is only mechaper on Averot ben Adam lemakom, But it's not mechaper on Averot ben Adam lehaverot. Those sins, Ben Adam Nahabaro, you have to go to your friend and reconcile and ask for forgiveness. And usually, traditionally, that's done on Erev Kippur. Now, a person who's not eating and is hungry is not in a generous mood to forgive anybody. A person's nervous, he's upset, he's bitter. Now you're going to go to him, please forgive me. Hey, get out of here, leave me alone. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not eating. He's short fused, he's short tempered. However, when a person's eating, especially when you're talking, I eat a lot. So he's in a good mood, he's happy, he's satiated. Now his friend comes to my please. He's merry, he's happy. So therefore it's a prat in the teshuvah ben azam, that you have to eat. In order that it will be much easier for a person to forgive. It's easy to forgive on a full stomach than it is to on an empty stomach. Comes the Gemara and continues. Actually let's just read that. Lashi kola ochel v'shoteh. Prepare yourself on the ninth. That's the that's the chat now in this pasuk. Meaning, doesn't mean fast on the ninth. Prepare yourself on the ninth so you can fast on the tenth. Now, the fact that Torah said eating in the usage of fasting. It's as if he gets credit for fasting on the ninth. Comes the Gemara now and continues. We said if a person eats food, hot people that are not edible, so therefore you patur. A person chewed on black pepper, like peppercorns, on Yom Kippur. Patur. Why? That's not considered Akhilat. As he says, Enze yeshuva da'at she'enze derech Akhilato. Doesn't mean it's made up. A guy chews on pepper. That's a normal eating? Of course not. The guy eats a kakotevet and gazav black pepper. Nothing. Of course not going to give him a yeshuva da'at. They're not considered an Akhilat. Normally pepper is a condiment. It's put on the food. Kazagabila biyobadichipure. If a person chews on ginger, Patur. Also the same reason. That's not the way we eat ginger. Ginger is used as a condiment to put on something else. But to eat it alone, it's not miyad vedata. Metive, we have a question. We have a pasuk. Let me quote you the whole pasuk. When you go into Eretz Yisrael, and you're going to plant a tree. What type of tree? A fruit tree. It's ma'akal. Va'aralte mo'orlato et periyo shalosh shanim. 
for three years, you must treat that petty Ola. Ola means it's off limits, you cannot benefit from it. Now the Pasuk over here is redundant. Because the Pasuk clearly says, That the law of Ola applies to a peri. So what are we the beginning of the Pasuk? And you'll plant a tree of food or fruit. We know what we're talking about food. It says, What do you need it's ma'akal for? That Gemara says, The fact that the middle of the Pasuk says that the law of Allah applies to the fruit. Isn't it obvious you didn't want What is it coming to tell me? A tree of food. It's coming to tell me a special tree that its bark and its fruit have the same taste. And which fruit does the bark of the tree and the fruit itself taste the same? Have omer ze pilpilin. That's the black pepper. So the beginning of that puzzle is not extra. I'm telling you, Hadush, it's ma'akal. A type of tree that the tree has the same taste as the okhil. To include the pepper. Now, you also learn from here another thing. And you see that Israel has everything. It's not like, it even as black pepper. Now there's a question over here. If you're telling me it's considered a peri, it's a fruit. Subject to Allah. That means okhil. The Pasuk says, it's ma'akal. Now you tell me on Kippur, if a guy eats this okhil, patur, he just called it an okhil, and not Allah. The Gemara says, wait, there's two types of pepper. La kashia. Ha-birat-tifta, ve-ha-biyabishta. There's the moist pepper, right? The wet one, and then you have the dry one. The dry one's not edible. You eat it on Kippur, you patur. We're discussing over here, the latif, the one that's latif, the one that's fresh, or the one that's moist, and therefore that's considered a pain, therefore it's subject to Allah. There's two types of peppers. Now she says, Ratiba, hazel ma'achal. It's na'uit eat. Amar le ravina le more mor. Amar of Nachman, of Nachman said, Hai imleta. This type of food that's called emleta, Rashi says it's a mixture of besamim, different spices, ground spices with honey. Included in the spices would be the ginger with uh, honey, or the pepper with honey. It's mixed up and they mix it up, they eat it, it's called emleta. It comes from, according to Rashi, comes from Ethiopia. According to the Ritva, we learned early in the Masechet, Hindu A is India. In any event, Sharia, you're allowed to eat it. Well, what's the question? Well, there's two problems. Uh-huh. Number one, Bishul Akum. It's cooked. The law is if the Goim cooks something, you're not allowed to eat it. But Gemara is saying Sharia. How do you get around the Bishul Akum problem? The way you get around it is because the law is anything that can be eaten raw. So even if it's cooked, there's no issue Bishul Akum. Now, by the way, there's our question. Well, honey can be eaten raw, that's obvious. <laughs> Obviously you're telling me the ginger that's mixed up and it can be eaten raw. Uh, what do you mean? So therefore, kippur the khara, you should be hayab. You tell me the ginger is indeed edible. So that's where the question is. But let's just continue the point here. 
there's another issue over here. They might cook this himleta in their pots. That's the Isur called Gi'ule Nukhrim. A goy cooks food in his pots, he has tarfiyot in his pots. When he cooks it, the tarfiyot comes out. Tarat Gibran says, Sharia. You know why? Because whatever comes out of their pot, it's pogem de himleta. And we have a rule that the only time we say there's an Isur that comes out of a pot that's hosted the food, when it's noten ta'am lesheva'ah. When it enhances the food. Mm-hmm. However, this tarfiyot that's coming out of the pot, it, it, it destroys the taste of the himleta. So from that aspect, you got no problem of gi'ulay nukhrim. Oh, now what's the berakha on this item? Incidentally, you make burepri adama on, because mostly it's ginger, and then that's the berakha. But bottom line, you have a question. Once you tell me it's eaten raw, it's a food. Kippur, how come you're telling me you're patur? Lakasha. We make the same haluk by the ginger. There's the moist one, and that's edible. And Kippur in the Kanami will be hayam. And you have the dry one, the dry one. That's what said you are. Patur. Let's catch up in Nashis. She says, we did him later already. That's Lituriga, he calls it. Shemefatemim, besamim, ketushim, bedbash. That's uh, ground up spices with honey. Mebehim da'e be'eris kush. Sharia. Ve'en bo mishum b'shulei nukhrim. Why? Shine'echal kemot she'u hai. Because it's eaten raw. Ve'lo mishum gi'ulei nukhrim. Denoten ta'am. Lefgam. Because it spoils the taste. Umedekamar. En bo mishum b'shulei nukhrim. Shma milat dedech achilato. Keshu hai. That's Gemara Etzis, Rattifta and Yabishta. Comes again when I continue. Tanu Rabbanam. Akal Alekanim Patur. Person on Kippur ate the uh, leaves that come from the reeds. It's like uh, wood. Patur. Lulebe Gefanim. Hayab. But if you ate grape leaves, which we would call Yabra, on Kippur, you ate a Kotemet Kankasa, like we learned on the previous daf. Hayab. Eluhel Lulebe Gefanim. This is Lulebe Gefanim, which means it seems that at a certain stage, it's called grape leaves. But after a while, it turns into to wood, to reeds. So you have to catch the uh, grape leaves at the right Season. moment. Which means, if the leaf blossomed between Rosh and Kippur, so that's considered grape leaves. Meaning it's a seven day window you have technically. Which means in seven days it's called grape leaves. After that, it's not considered edible anymore. Let's say it started to blossom before Rosh Hashanah. Already they become hardened. And if by Kippur, it's considered wood. Therefore, you're not going to be hayaf. So you have to catch the lunavegifenim, you know, during that uh, during that window. The Rav Karamar koshloshimio. Rav Karamar says, no, you got 30 days. Tanya kevedet Rav Yisak megad leah. We have a bright to support Rav Yisak megad leah. Akal ale kanim patur. That's why you have the seven-day window. Shata, sprouted, correct. Shata, sir, or muryas patur. Sir, we said, is the brine that comes from the fish. And muryas, we said, was the fish fats. So the Gemara says, these items are patur. Ha, homets, hayav. How come the didn't discuss vinegar? Mashma, that wa. If a guy drinks vinegar, on Kippur, 
he's going to be Hayav. Matnitimani, who's the author of this Mishnah? Rabihi. Detanya Rabbi Omer Chometz Mashibet Nefesh. Yes, it brings back the spirit that she says, Umevatelet Ainui. It takes the guy away from affliction. Therefore, if a guy drinks, uh, I guess you have to say, Melolugmav of Chometz, he's going to be Hayav. So Rav Gidal Bar Menashe was Doresh in this place in Halakha Kirbi. What do you mean in Halakha Kirbi? That really, if you drink chomets on Kippur, you patur. That was Halakha I said in front of the people. What happened? The Shana, the next year, Navke Kule Alba. The whole world, literally, meaning the whole group, the community went out. Mazgu, they took vinegar. On Yom Kippur. And on Yom Kippur. They diluted it a little with water. Vishatu, hala, and they drank it. They heard the rabbi say, There's no, you, you don't get karet if you drink uh, vinegar. They misinterpreted him. Of course, they came over, oh, the rabbi said you can drink vinegar. They came over on Kippur, they all drank diluted vinegar. Shamar of Gidal, Vikpad. Rav Gidal heard this, he got angry, he got upset. Amar, he said, Imar de Ami ana diabad. What was I talking? Bidiabad, if a guy drank vinegar, you patur. Did I tell you, Lechetaila, you can go out and drink vinegar on Kippur? Furthermore, Imar de Ami ana purta. And I was only talking, what? If a guy drinks purta a little, less than it if you eat, let's say. Tuva mi amre. Was I talking about a case where a person drinks more? Now the Mefashim say, what was he eating over here? I was only talking about a little uh, drinking more. So the uh, Mefashim say over here, Mashin emar kan tuva mi amre l'rab hadimiltan emar. He was just uh, that was a throwing. Kilomar afilu aiti bala tila Even if I were to come to say it was mutan lechetachila, tuva mi amre. So you're trying to say, listen, I wasn't Matil Khatahila. But even if I was Matil Khatahila, I would only be Matil a little. You think I would be Matil how to drink uh, a host? I mean, even according to your mistake, that you thought I meant you can drink, uh, you know, like Kippur. Uh, relax. You think I thought you can drink uh, a whole uh, shiur? If anything, I would only be Matil uh, a drop. And then he comes along and says, the last point. Where was I talking about? I was talking when it's, when it's straight up, when you're drinking it uh, uh, high, when you're drinking it with any dilution. Was I talking about with mazug? You guys added water. Once you add water, now it becomes drinkable. Changes the uh, constitution of it. And therefore, could be, you're going to be Hayav. So therefore, that's the Rabbamah's forsake like that, by the way. That guy, he says, if a person drinks Homitz, Mazug, he's indeed Hayav. So therefore, he got upset because of the misinterpretation of what they thought he said.